You're listening to Linked AM. Tell your story on Linked Live and get noticed. You're listening to Carl Wolfenden on the Business Class Show and is not always affiliated with the guests and the topics discussed. Any financial statements are the opinions of the individual and you should seek professional advice before making any decisions. Upgrade your listening to Business Class, the show that puts you in the big leather comfy seats. So sit back and enjoy our take on the trending business issues of the week. Howdy, folks. Here he is, the Texas Brit, the guy with the stiff upper lip, filling his 10-gallon hat and his cowboy boots, Carl Wolfenden. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Linked AM and welcome to uh, uh, this morning's segment, um, uh, of course, here on Business Class News. Now, we've been doing uh, various stories on technology uh, we've done uh, stuff on franchising, and now, uh, of course, uh, we're getting lots and lots of submissions uh, for companies that um, are entering into our Inclusion and Diversity Awards, which will be, of course, announcing the editor's choice um, at the end of the year. Um, and, and it got me thinking, because I was reading, actually, on uh, on Wallet Hub. And uh, it, it was an interesting fact. I'm, as you all know, I'm in Dallas. And Dallas is actually one of three Texas cities to have made the top 10 in a study ranking the nation's most diversity, uh, diverse cities uh, in, in, the, in the nation. And Dallas came in number five. So it got me thinking about, you know, in terms of how do you um, embrace that? And, uh, of course, we've been having uh, discussions about recruitment. We talked about how Texas and specifically Dallas is actually a, a really, really great area for corporations to relocate to. And we've got a lot of corporations that have um, you know, brought their headquarters uh, to uh, to uh, Texas. And uh, we had uh, Dave Manchi and uh, Roger Tremblay from Point Clear Search on, and we talked about that. And I thought, you know, reading that about diversity and, and how Dallas is a diverse city, why not bring those guys on? Because I'm sure, you know, that is a topic that um, hiring managers talk about, uh, and how do they make that uh, that decision uh, and what are the pitfalls and the laws and the legal side of things but is it is it about diversity or is it about skill sets so welcome guys thanks for coming on and um, joining me and uh, and talking about this very important topic thank you thank you great to be here so you know i, I just sort of uh, gave a little bit of a a, a preamble there about uh, you know uh, diversity and inclusion of course you know ethnicity uh, is 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 one area you know that, that that is that falls within that, but of course you know there's there's women based businesses, there's you know different types of inclusion. You know what wh- what are you seeing out in the marketplace um, with with this with this topic called uh, diversity and inclusion and in the workplace? Well, Dave and I were having a conversation earlier this morning, you know, sort of laughing because when uh, when we started out in the business back in the 70s, working for the Wall Street Journal, 
diversity for us meant hiring women. I mean, we uh, our first year in the business, uh, there's, a, there's a group picture of our company that's 80 white men. And, you know, over the years, the media business anyway realized that women could make a real contribution to the success of media companies, and, and that came along. Um, and over the years, you know, we've dealt with a lot of agencies that uh, work in diversity in terms of Hispanics and African Americans. Uh, today, you know, it seems to be the hot topic is, uh, is your sexual persuasion. Uh, you know, I, I don't think I, I come across any news media that doesn't have some some opinion or some news or something about uh, you know, the quote unquote movement, and you know that that seems to be the hot topic. So, 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 is diversity inclusion an important sort of area for hiring managers these days? Do you think? I mean, is that something that that is on a uh, in their meetings that they talk about? Oh, without a doubt, Carl. Um, Inclusion and diversity is just a, another way of companies addressing the fact that their customers, whether it's a product or a service, are indeed a diverse group. And um, that reflection back on the company, whether it's an ad agency or a producer or a service company, needs to be a, attuned to the fact um, that they need a cross-section of opinions and ideas uh, to be able to successfully serve their customers well i think what what you just said there makes a lot of sense because you know the world has changed and and the way that people actually buy things have changed um and the way because you know i I used to read a book and it was called tribes and and we do a lot of work in in um sort of how to put communities together, et cetera, and get like-minded people to go and do things on our behalf. But the, what, what's happened is, and the, what, what Tribes was talking about, was that, that you, you get this movement of people uh, that are uh, similar in, in their thought processes, their passion, their beliefs, et cetera. Um, but that has actually changed. And, and you know, some of the things that I'm seeing out there is that if you do have a diverse um, workforce, a diverse sort of um, fan base, customer base as such, then you get a richer output of the other end because, you know, you're getting, as you said, uh, a lot more opinions and it really affects the brand. And even when we talk about employment, the brand of the employer is pretty important, isn't it? If they're seen to be diverse and inclusive, then um, they, they seem to be more successful in getting more quality people. Is that am I am I making sense there? Yeah, absolutely. I think you know any we deal with a lot of uh, companies and clients that uh, they 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 have two things that are really important to them. One is creativity. The other is innovation, uh, which is basically more creativity. And what they're finding is the more diverse your uh, your workforce is, the more diverse your you know your management team is. The more creative they can be, the more innovative they can be because they, you know, they come to a problem, the solution to the problem with different points of view. And you know, especially the ad agencies today that are, you know, are trying to hire people from all over the place just because they realize, they, again, as Dave said, the, uh, the, the market is so diverse. You need people with uh, some understanding of the culture, the mores, you know, the buying patterns. Um, and if you don't, if you if you if you have your base of management and your, and your people who are making decisions are a bunch of Ivy League guys who grew up in the Northeast, you know, they may be very smart, but you know, bottom line is they don't have a clue as to how how these market segments operate. 
Yeah, I mean, there used to be a a trend, and there still is. I mean, there's some great um, sort of um, customer segment agencies that are specific to that demographic uh, profile as such and culture agencies. But I think some of the other agencies, the the, the mainline agencies, are either buying those up and and bringing them and including, including them in the bigger picture, or they're actually, as you say, you know, broadening the the spectrum of of the account teams so that they can address those uh, the, the, those messages that need to be put over. Um, so, so what advice do you give to to hiring when somebody comes to you and says, "Look, you know, um, I mean, I know there are there there are." rules and 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 sort of guidelines that you have to follow but you know when when a hiring manager comes to you you know do you discuss you know how to get a broad breadth of uh, diversity and inclusion within the the workforce or or is that is that not part of the the discussion how do you handle that so carl the the discussion as it relates to diversity follows a pretty hard line in terms of what the the laws require And all of the hiring managers and the human resource people that we work with are very keen on what they can and what they can't do. So the conversation really turns more to how we sell a candidate, the company that's hired us to go find a new employee. And so then the discussion goes to how diverse and what is the diverse guidelines that a company might offer. But more importantly, particularly for today's minorities, they wanna not only see themselves within the organization, but they wanna know in very certain terms that there is a plan for them to advance within the organization. Um, The materials that we read suggest that There are a number of organizations out there, particularly in the advertising area, that are great at bringing people in, but where they fall apart is moving them up the ladder. That's where the conversation starts and continues when we work with our clients. I mean, that, that's, that is an important piece. I mean, how, how people progress and, and improve and, and because based on their skill sets. And again, you've got to remember that these candidates, you know, they're not just going to be hired because of their ethnicity or, you know, their, 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 their persuasion in, in, in gender or demographics, etc. It's all about skill sets, isn't it? It's still got to think about that. But at the same time, you've got to think about where is this person going to be placed and what is that progression path? So when you talk talk to a candidate you know do you do you take them through that once you understand what the company's trying to achieve and then show them that the um, there is an opportunity for growth and for, uh, for for moving up the ladder as you said well we try to focus on uh, any, any given position what are the skill sets necessary what's what's the experience that's necessary and the skill set you know is, is more important than the, than the experience because the, you know, with the impact of technology you know, somebody could have done something 10 years ago and it's irrelevant today. Uh, but if someone, you know, the, the people we try to uh, recruit are people who can absorb a very rapid uh, uh, learning curve and, uh, and and move forward in that way. And as, as Dave said, they want to see, you know, they want to see a path, especially the millennials and, and, and now coming on Generation Z. They want to think, you know, if I if I really work hard and do what I can, 
that you know this is this is going to be a good career, or at least it's going to help me build my career. And if they don't see that, you know, they're they're going to be gone. And you know, we we haven't addressed this much in the uh, before, but to us, the uh, the onboarding process is is a critical area that a lot of companies fail in. You know, they get a really smart person in the door, and then six months later, the person isn't isn't performing well, is disengaged, is is unhappy, and and they wonder why. Well, it's because they haven't uh, they haven't taken the time to guide that person through the process. You just said something really interesting that that you know I I, I went to college of course and and I did my my degree in business and and advertising, uh, but when I went into the agency world back in in, in the UK. You know, a lot of people were hiring based on experience. Uh, and um, I always remember, I always remember, uh, I, I wanted to go, be um, a, a sales guy at one of the largest radio stations in, in, in the UK, in, in Manchester. And the managing director I went to see, and he said, um, come back in about five years when you've got enough experience, you've got no experience. So I, I ended up going to, uh, to, to a newspaper. And ended up actually yeah, taking uh, taking away the the advertisers from from the radio station, and uh, very quickly got a phone call from from the CEO of the radio station saying, "Hey, I think we'd like to uh, invite you uh, for a job here." And so it was about experience because I had that experience. But I heard something very very interesting there when um, you know when you were talking about the experience because of the way that technology and the way that, um, you know, workplaces are actually, you know, structured. Um, experience isn't, isn't as, uh, as considered as more important than actually what, what you can do with the existing workplace technology. Is, is that right? I mean, I'm, I'm struggling to come up because I always used to say experience was king. Uh, but what I just heard you say, especially with millennials that are coming straight from college, uh, and they can they can slot into a uh, into a position and, and really uh, sort of make a difference pretty straight away if they've got the right systems in place. So, Carl, experience is important, but I think what's starting to trump some forms of experience is individuals who never stopped learning. Uh, the internet offers all of us an incredible opportunity to to learn anything, quite frankly, if we want to spend the time and, and devote the energy. So the perfect match for us is to find someone who has some experience, uh, is up to date on the skills, but is an, is an ongoing learner, never stops learning, and match them up with a company that has a really strong training program those are the people that tend to really come to the come to the top that uh, they become the superstars early on and demonstrate their ability to um, turn experience and learning into uh, new skills and uh, valuable skills well I, li- I like to I'm, I'm glad that you said the experience because you know I, I hate to be wrong you know because that's who I am so. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I th- that makes a lot of sense because because you've got to have that that combination of uh, of, of experience and skill set. And and one of the things I know for a fact is that a lot of these folks coming out of college, you know, they've either done you know stuff on campus, they've done stuff for their own university, etc., and they they have got experience and they've also got that learning uh, sort of skills that, uh, that that you just talked about. And then uh, also what I, I do like about it is because hey. 
you know, I'm an older person, and um, maybe there's if I if, if if this doesn't work out for me, maybe I can get a job because I'm good at learning, and, <laughs> and I've got some experience as well. So maybe maybe, maybe I'll, I'll be able to get a job one day, uh, a proper job that is, instead of doing this. <laughs> But hey, I love doing this, and uh, they say, don't they? If you like what you do, then you never work a day in your life, and that's what uh, I seem to be doing here. Um, you know, one of the things that I think is important that when you when you look at the topic that we first came in at, which was diversity and inclusion, and then you take the what you just said about experience and you know learning skills, and 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 put those together then it doesn't matter who you are or where you come from. It's, we're all humans. And as long as we've got those skill sets, then that shouldn't make a difference. As long as we're going to be able to do the job, then the, the company that hires you do their job of actually onboarding you correctly, then that shouldn't make a difference and you, everybody wins. Well, let me add to this, Carl. The, what we haven't talked about a lot is uh, soft skills. Things like communication, leadership, empathy, those kinds of things. And, you know, to be honest, you know, the, this, this sometimes uh, hurts a diversity kind of candidate. If they come from a culture where they really don't understand uh, the culture of American business or the culture of an individual industry like technology or communications, um, they're, they're going to struggle to, you know, kind of learn how everything is done. Not, not of, uh, you know, not a character flaw, not a skill flaw. But it's just, uh, you know, it's, a, it's a, an experience kind of thing that uh, they, you know, they haven't been able to understand how things work in, you know, in our business world. So you, you, I think you, you're talking about culture here, and, and uh, that, that's a very big thing. Because, you know, hey, I, I, I'm an immigrant. You know, I came from the U.K. over to America. I had to assimilate to, um, to, to the, the, the culture of how American business, because it is different. It's, it is different to how we do things over in Europe and, um, uh, and, and, and England uh, than it is over here in, in America. And I'm sure that is the same when you come from another country um, into, the, into, into the country that you, you have to sort of try and assimilate yourself to that, that culture. But is, is a, a workforces and workplaces and companies are they making an effort to understand how different cultures um, work and then try and blend that into their own? Or, or is it a case of, hey, you have to do it our way? What, what, what is the culture sort of uh, mentality these days? Well, the good news is that uh, beginning at the university level, Carl, um, more and more graduates are required to take internships. And more and more companies are stepping up with paid internships, so they're the real deal. It's not just filing. They've put together a program that is going to, to give these students a bird's-eye view of what kind of a culture they're going to be walking into within company XYZ. The flip side, uh, the companies that are really devoted to diversity and inclusion have set up a very strong mentoring program. And that mentor relationship allows the new employee, not just during onboarding, but throughout their career, to have someone that they can go to um, in confidence and have cultural differences explained to them in a way that's going to continue to keep them on the road to success. 
So the companies that get it, um, they're winning, uh, and they're winning big. In fact, uh, the research tends to show that companies with a true diverse uh, base of employees and a forward thinking for inclusion uh, enjoy earnings that are 19% higher, greater than the companies that aren't paying attention to this very important subject. Well, that 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 is interesting. So, so what you're saying is there's there's an alignment between you know uh, embracing this the, the, this inclusion and diversity and and the bottom line. I mean, you now that's the, the, that's something I think that should prick the ears up of of most CFOs and CMOs and 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 uh, chief revenue officers as well. But the fact that that is a um, uh, a factor is, is that is that what I just heard you say that they are uh, aligning you know more more revenue to to, to embracing that absolutely uh, the smart ones are and you know instead of uh, looking at diversity and inclusion as an expense um, you could flip it over and and in fact the more effort they put into it the more they invest in it the greater return and the average is nineteen percent. Well, that that is that is very interesting, and you know, here at Business Class News, of course, we've got the Diversity and Inclusion Awards going on, and and nominations are coming in from all over the place uh, to uh, to say that they are uh, inclusive, and we're going to be doing a series of uh, podcasts with with some of the HR folks um, that have been, you know, for the companies that have been nominated, and we'll be learning, you know, what are they doing, uh, and and you know, let's bring that into the conversation about if they see that and uh, and see if that um, uh, rings true of, of some of the things that they're seeing as well, which uh, which is great. So so guys, you know, of course, you're the professionals in in this in this space as such. Um, like we said the last time. You know, you're always available for a consultation of, of understanding, you know, what the needs are from, from companies and hiring managers. And, and so you'd embrace a conversation around this topic then, would you? Oh, without a doubt, Carl. We would, we would, uh, we would find that to be very productive both ways, both for us and for the individual. Okay. So, so, guys, I mean, as I said in the, in the intro, uh, we talked. We talked about that. Uh, actually, Dallas is one of three Texas cities uh, to be in um, the the most diverse and cultural sort of um, areas in 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 the country. Yeah, we, we, I think they come in as I said, number five. So, so you guys are, are based in Dallas, of course. Um, so, so you're well positioned to really discuss uh, this topic because you live and breathe it in in a city that's that's up there and and been actually uh, positioned number number five. That's right, Carl. I mean, we we live it. Um, we work with people in Dallas who are part of that diverse culture. And it's, uh, it's another advantage that we take to the marketplace when we speak with clients and prospects across the United States and Canada and, and occasionally in Mexico. I think, uh, you know, it's been our experience uh, over the last few years. We don't get very many hiring managers who give us specific directions to, to find a, you know, a diversity or inclusion kind of candidate. But on the other side, it's like, give me someone who can do the job, and I don't care if it's a little green man from Mars, we'll hire him. Uh, <laughs> yep. So it, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't provide much conflict in what we do every day, uh, but it certainly makes it interesting. I think it's very important um, what you just said there, 
again, let's go back to you know earlier on in 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 the conversation when we said, look, it's it's about the skill sets, it's about experience. So there is a blend there as such, and it's what does the company want to achieve, and then you look at the candidates that have come into that opportunity and what do they want to get out of that position. So it's that blend of everything. But um, when we look at it, you know, it's all about sort of, you know, bringing in, you know, specific skill sets that are going to really do the job. So um, I make that makes complete sense. And I think the conversation that you would have with uh, potential, you know, people that want to use you to uh, help them find those those candidates is, is about, you know, how how you've you've your experience has been over the past, you know, few years. So uh, I love it. Yeah, well, what I'll do is, as as I did the last time, I'll, I'll put all your contact information out there, and then if people have got a you know a question that is specific to this, and they can always email me at carl at businessclassnews dot com, uh, and then I can connect you with uh, Dave and and, and Roger, uh, and really sort of you know start that that wheel spinning because I think you know some of the things that we're talking about. Some of the articles that we're going to be writing about in uh, diversity inclusion sort of themes and topics, this really fits in. And, and guys, as always, um, you know, I really appreciate you spending the time coming on to the show uh, and talking about this very important topic, which now I, I understand it not just from uh, from a certain viewpoint. I'm seeing it from a, a, a whole sort of spectrum of profitability um culture inclusion and really driving you know business forward which is of course you know our goal here at business class news so hey guys this has been really really fascinating this has been a great topic and um you know it's it's hot on the on the discussion boards i know uh we get lots of emails so thank you uh dave and roger for joining me this morning and uh you know as i say i'm going to get all your details up and uh up on the website, we'll get you distributed out through our distribution channels on Spotify and uh, Apple iTunes podcasts and uh, get the word out for you. Thank you, Carl. Let's keep talking. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to do it. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll have you back on. No worries. Well, that was Roger uh, Tremblay and uh, Dave Manchi, of course, from point clear search and uh, you know they've, they've been on the show before and they'll be on the show again because again there's lots of topics that really affect us all um who are either entrepreneurs or corporate executives etc hiring managers uh, and also from the candidates point of view so these this is really good information as, as always i'll put all their information up on the website and uh, you'll be able to listen to this conversation um on our um on, on our spotify and our itunes uh, uh, podcast so enjoy the day and uh, as always go out there make a difference and be successful thanks a lot bye